0: I'm your favorite artist, favorite artist. So I'm your favorite barista's favorite barista. Welcome to the I'm Not a Barista podcast. We're here to talk about all things coffee from industry careers, brewing tips, community support and more with some really incredible people who love coffee as much as you do. We hope their stories inspire you because humanity runs on coffee and together we can empower all the people behind every cup welcome back
1: to i am not a barista i am your host mickey today we journey into the heart of one woman's dream meet melissa an incredible force in the coffee world from humble beginnings to realizing her ultimate passion project everybody's busy coffee studio Dive in as we brew stories of determination, love for coffee, and the dream that turned into a delightful reality. Grab your favorite mug. This episode is one to savor.
0: We don't have to talk about coffee. I don't know if you want to talk about coffee. I mean, I'm kind of coffee adjacent, you know. Um, I kind of started because I couldn't find good coffee and I couldn't. It was an experience that I was looking for, so I realized I just had to create it for myself. You know, but the coffee is just like the tipping point. It's it's so much more. You know, it's the music, it's the energy, it's the smell, it's the visuals. It's how I feel going in. It's how I feel coming out.
1: So before we uh, talk about your journey from music to coffee, maybe you want to tell the audience about yourself?
0: Sure. Um, Hi, everybody. (laughs) My name is Melissa Stinson. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Um, United States, Uh, grew up on the south side of Chicago. Um, I kind of, I've started, I've had a lot of work, background work in arts and entertainment. And that's kind of where I've been birthed from into the coffee world. Um, I'm just a woman that's a one woman band, not necessarily by choice, but financially because of that. I just really think that intention should be a requirement. You know, and that's kind of how I I live my life and have how I've been living my life. But that's how I live my life. And that's how I try to impact other people's lives through intention.
1: So how did you end up in the coffee world?
0: So, um, like I said, I worked in TV and film. And so coffee is very important because if you are going to work a 17 or 18 or 19 hour day back in those days um, before COVID, you kind of want to have something that's good. And coffee, you know, was that thing where it's like, you can't just get up and have a gin martini or old fashioned or something, you know, at five in the morning. I mean, you can, but I just wanted a good cup of coffee. So I just really discovered through my travels and I'm a coffee shop hopper. I don't, I wasn't loyal to like any particular brand. I just wanted something good, just a cup of I don't even know what the word. It's just a cup of goodness, I guess. So I realized that I couldn't really find what I wanted. And this is when I was staying in New York. I'm from Chicago, but I was living in New York. Actually, it was inspired by, it was a Japanese couple who had just opened up a coffee shop in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. And the coffee was really, really, really good. And the music was good. And the little pastries were good. And I'm just like, oh my God. like, And they were just super nice and chill. And so I was like, how'd you get into this? And they were like, we just like the coffee. And I was like, what? What do you mean? They were like, we just like the coffee. And I was like, wow, just like that? And they were like, just like that. So I kind of took that and said, well, I just want a good coffee, cup of coffee every day. How can I make this happen? I went back home to Chicago and I started really getting into coffee. I learned how to do pour overs, the equipment. And just realizing there's all these roasters out here. This is like 2015. And just kind of, you know, went crazy with it. And then just kind of discovering that all coffee is not equal. Just like beer. Just like anything. You know, everything doesn't taste the exact same. It should.
1: Just because you want a good cup of coffee. Everything started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that yeah. sounds yeah. simple and crazy, right? Yeah. Because everybody wants a good yeah. cup of coffee, but not so many people want to open a coffee shop.
0: No, they don't. And that's the thing. I don't know if everybody wants a good cup. I don't even know if people even know what a good cup of coffee is. You oh, know? that's true. Yeah. You know, it depends on where you are in your life and your exposure or whatever. Um, but the coffee shop idea was really for my love of coffee, my love of coffee. Objects and products and things. I, I'm I'm a I love products. I love new things. I love things that make things with. So that was always cool. I could you know buy a pour over or a new container or just whatever a new coffee. Um, I kind of treated it like music. But anyway, so it was coffee. Music was a huge huge factor. I would go into places and the music was just it just wasn't inspiring. It was kind of awful actually. And it wasn't realistic, I guess, which is very, that's how I took it. It wasn't realistic. So I just thought about all these different things and it was like, how can I combine them? And I didn't know what my real talent was. You know, I was still kind of figuring it out. Because when you you work for somebody for so long, you know, you kind of just, you you know, your ideas and your passion kind of gets push, 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 push. Because you're so focused on trying to make it happen for them, which is fine. It's called work. Um, But I knew that, this was going to be an experience. I just didn't know how this was going to be. I was creating something that I didn't know I was creating. And was really secretly creating my new life. But it was through coffee, you know, it was through experience. I knew, like, with the coffee part, it's a drink, you know. You drink it, but what else do you do? How else did you, you know, get dressed? What, what did you drive in? How did you walk? What shoes did you put on? You know what are you listening to? You know those are all factors for me. And of course, if I'm listening and walking and feeling and smelling good, of course I want to drink something that's good.
1: Wow, it seems coffee is not the ultimate goal. It's it's the start of everything.
0: It is. It is. It it, it was my. It's been my vehicle. It's been my. Vehicle. So you
1: talk about coffee, and music, um, and you are a coffee shop owner.
0: Well, you know what? Now I would call it, it started off as that idea. But what I'm doing now is it's become like coffee by appointment. So I have a studio and I have my Larmazzo, you know, my coffee and, you know, my stuff, whatever. But really, when you come in, it's all your senses that are being like heightened, you know, visually, your smell, the taste, um, the energy. So it's, it's more than, it's not even a shop. It's almost like a sanctuary in a sense. All right.
1: Could you, could you tell us more about it? Like if I'm a, if you introduced your place to me and then to someone who have never been there before, what your customers or what your friends will see first when they and you know enter the room?
0: So I've done pop-ups, I've done different things. Um, this is a studio that, Basically, it's a studio building for artists, but you do, you make an appointment online to come see me to to get coffee. But what happens, right? What happens is because I know you want to be there, it's not like you're just walking in, you can't just walk in. Um, There's a whole elevator, there's a whole thing. So you walk in, and basically, you're getting an experience and a taste of my perspective. So it's like you're walking into my head in a sense. You know, um, you come in and there's pictures, there's art, there's, I'm always burning incense and candles and usually very, very nice, nice, nice scents. Um, music, of course, and it could be anything from Shade to Sinatra to Ella Fitzgerald to Gangstar to, to Redman. I mean, it, it could be all over the place, you know, um, it's just like you're basically experiencing different layers of me you know, and of course I'm serving you coffee and I'm going to serve it to you how I would serve it to myself every morning, which is in a protective cup, which is good cream, which is brown sugar, really simple, but it's clean, but it's, it's coffee. You know, I don't do any like razzmatazz and caramels and I don't, and no, no disrespect to those people, but I just don't do that. I don't need it. And the coffee is how I make It's kind of a representation of the whole studio, you know, it, it You can be there anywhere from a half an hour to sometimes four or five hours. People get so comfortable. It becomes kind of like coffee therapy. I'm not even a licensed therapist, but it it really kind of becomes that where it's a safe space, I guess. I'm not really concerned with what you're thinking and doing. I'm, I'm concerned with me, which means you're probably going to be concerned with you. So we're both concerned with each other, and we're just kind of being in that space, if that makes any sense to you.
1: That's, that's a new idea for me, like something I never <laughs> could expect. But what would be the conversation normally in that room, that space?
0: Let me see. So I've gotten, I'm a destination shop. So I'm, let's just say this, I'm your favorite artist, favorite artist. So I'm your favorite barista's favorite barista. I've gotten people that are life coaches, geologists, um Jesus, sign painters, um, lawyers. I mean, like, I never know who's coming. So the conversations are just organic. It might start with, well, how did you get started? Or I might ask them, hey, how'd you find me? And they tell me. And we just kind of go off the energy. You know, it's nothing forced. There's, there's, you don't have to do all of that. You know, it's, you're just being, you're just present. No one's really on the phone. You know, it's not a, it's not a place you come and get on the computer You're coming to actually sit down, have a have a mysterious conversation with a person you've never met. And there's I leave an impact. That's what I've been told. I I leave a very pleasant impact upon people. People feel inspired when they leave, you know, because it's a break. It's just a break from from the the craziness that's out here in the world. And especially being in the U.S., you know, it's a completely different uh, monster here.
1: Um, Could you tell us where your shop is?
0: Yeah. So. I'm in Chicago. The neighborhood is Pilsen, which um, is kind of west of Chicago, like downtown, um, in a building called Monta Contemporary, And actually, there's three of them. There's one in New Jersey, one in Miami, and there's one here. And I think that's been there over 10 years now. And I want to say, I don't even know how many people are in the building, but I want to say maybe it might be 20 um, rooms on each floor. There's like five floors. It's It's tons of things going on. But it's very much, like I said, when you make the appointment, it's very private. So, Mickey, if you made an appointment, you come see me. It's just me and you in the room. And we're just sitting and you're just taking it all in. And we might talk, we might not. But it's like comfortable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this sounds so different. (laughs) So different. Um, Because it's so simple. How did you get the name? Everybody's busy, right? Yes. And how is it connected um, with, with what you're doing?
0: So, okay, it's, it's layers to it. But everybody's busy kind of is, I'm very sarcastic. It's kind of like a joke, but not really. And especially working in production and entertainment and stuff. And, you know, like, hey, I come you get back to me? Or I come you call me? And, and people like to say, oh, I'm so busy. I couldn't. It's like, that's not true. Just say you didn't feel like it or you just, you just didn't want to. I'd rather deal with that than when people tell you, oh, they're so busy because nobody's busy. People do what they want to do. I know I do, you know. And so that's kind of like my joke of everybody's so busy until they're not. And I just kind of was like, huh, I would walk past and see all these people in line for coffee. And I'm like, they're so busy, I thought, but they're waiting 20, 30 minutes in line for a cup of coffee. (laughs) So you're not busy. You've chosen to stand in this line and wait. The other thing is that added the really to the top or it I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. And one day I was watching an episode and George, this episode I've seen numerous times. And George basically is, he says the same things like oh, everybody's so busy. And I'm like, yeah, George, right? And they're not. The guy just didn't want to tell him that he had cancer. You know, it's just a matter of choice. So nobody's busy. Not really. So there, I'm never busy. Reid
1: really? didn't expect that answer, but it's cool. Everybody's busy, and and it's funny when you talk about the whole story, right? People waiting twenty mm-hmm. minutes online line for a cup of coffee—they're not busy at all.
0: No, no,
1: because
0: oh. I've done it. So,
1: what is life like right now?
0: Um. Well, it's uh, I guess it's interesting. I like, guess like life is like life is. It's always interesting. Um I am actually so when I'm not at the shop or the studio I take care of my mother. So I'm an only child, she's an only child. And so I'm her caretaker. So either I'm there or I'm kind of like home and sometimes it's rough because I have to like turn off that creative part so I can become that social part at home or you know do whatever. Um So it can be a little tough. And I mean, right now this year has been kind of a doozy because it's not been busy, like figure two, literally not been busy. So like it's it's been rough. I mean, like I'm I'm trying to keep afloat financially and hold on because I'm like, you know how you feel like you're just so close. It just takes that just that one thing to just pop it all the way off because I've been doing it for like seven years now and each year it gets better. But this year's been a little rough. It's It's been rough, but um, I have faith.
1: Um, what, what could be the main reason you think is the general situation there in Chicago? Or it's just it's too hard to find you because people need to book a ton with you first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it depends on who you ask. I mean... Listen, I'm one of those people that's very adventurous. I'll go like 30 minutes for a good coffee or an experience. I mean, I'm just that type of person. And like I said, I know I'm not for everybody. I'm not trying to be for everybody. I think it's a combination of the mysterious where it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing or this is just coffee and it's not just coffee. As many times as I show it on Instagram, it, it in person, it, it, it tops it 1,000% because I'm a one woman show and it's just me. I can't do everything like the marketing, I make the coffee, I post the videos, I take the pictures like, you know, it's it can be exhausting. So sometimes probably some things slip by the wayside. I can't blame it on Instagram. Yes, the algorithm algorithms suck.
1: Yeah, Um, that's true.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's really hard. And people's attention is so like spoil where they don't get it in a second or if it's not co-signed. I have even have co-signers. I've had Jimmy Butler there. I've had Laquan Smith. Like, I've had different people come in. But I really, really, really don't know. I'm, I'm honestly trying to figure that out. But also, too, when you're authentic, it just takes a, a longer time because it's not a gimmick.
1: True. I show
0: up every day for myself. And, of course, if I'm showing up for myself, I'm also showing up for you.
1: You said Jimmy Butler was there. Mm-hmm. How, how could... <laughs> <laughs> How he found you.
0: <laughs> um. So my good buddy, who is a Larmazoco rep, because I have a Larmazoco mini and we've been cool for a long time. Uh, Jimmy was in town and I think this is maybe six months after he had opened up Big Face. And he was like, hey, um, I've got Jimmy here. I want to bring him by. And I'm like, all right. So he brings him by and Jimmy brings like his assistant and then my guy Chad comes and then he has like two guys who are doing content and they film everything and they come, they hang out. And we just really kind of just all hung out and talked. And I was like, oh, he actually is about the coffee life. Cause you know, people are always starting brands and it's like, they're just doing it to be, to be cool. But I'm like, oh no. And come to find out, you know, we have the same roaster. Like it was just all these sort of connects, but literally it was a place he could just go and be Jimmy Butler or be Whomever he is, you know, because it's like it's just me, him and his people, you know, and it's it was really that space that I really believed he appreciated that. And it was all over coffee or matcha or whatever.
1: That's big. Sorry. So how, what was the date like when you uh, saw him in real life? Oh, wait, 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 are you a basketball fan at all or? <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm from, so Chicago, I'm the Bulls, you know, 90s, Bulls. <laughs> George, and I remember him playing here, but I'm used to being around popular people. So honestly, and I'm super grown. So it wasn't, he's Jimmy. It wasn't that big of a deal, which is probably why, you know, people feel comfortable because I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't really care about all that other stuff.
1: All right, so we talk about basketball, coffee, Chicago. Maybe you can tell us more about Chicago, the city, what it's like. I mean, I've never been there.
0: Well, you know what? Chicago, I'll say this from leaving um, and coming back it's a very clean city. It's all been very clean. Great architecture, great food. Um, you know, I love New York. I love the energy, but it, it's hard sometimes to just. It's hard. A day in New York walking the streets is a little more difficult because you literally walk the streets and put the train and the elements and then whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Chicago is a place that, you know, it's birthed a lot of culture. It's just the problem to me is that a lot of people leave and they don't come back. Like a lot of stuff has come from Chicago. I try to keep that in my back pocket of like all the 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 music and, and, and the industry and the creatives that have come out of here, you know, like it's, it's a good city. It's a, it's the middle, you know, but it's also a very, to me, hard city to penetrate. I don't know what it takes. And maybe because I'm a Chicagoan, I, I can't speak to me. It's, it's, it's a hard city to, 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 to actually win in, but if you win in it, you're good. To me, New York is easier to win in than Chicago to me personally. It's challenging, but other than that, like I said, it's, it's all right. Chicago's all right. It's, it's a mixture. I would say you definitely have to come and experience it on your own.
1: So would you think if you open your shops, your studio in New York instead of Chicago will be more
0: successful? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly thought about that all. And it was a decision to come home. um, Because, you know, I, like I said, my mother was by herself. Like it was just a lot of other things that were drawing me here. But if I would have opened it in New York, yes, because literally, that's what New York is about. There's there's it's it's culture all day, twenty four seven. You know, so I think it would have been different. And if I wanted to have a Kooji rap or maybe a Nas or a Karis one or whomever, it's probably easier for me to get them to come through in New York than get them in Chicago.
1: So it it has been seven years. Yeah, and. Uh... What is success? Do you consider yourself a successful coffee entrepreneur or are you still so, on the way?
0: It's a twofold. To be quite honest with you, yes, I do consider myself successful because I literally jumped out of the window. Um, and I had no, I'd never worked in coffee. I didn't know anything about machines. Um, I had a lot of stuff going on in my life, but that's kind of how I roll. So I do consider it a success that seven years later, I've, I've been able to build this brand, which of course is also birthed more of Melissa. I mean, I consider financially, that's, that's the big killer right there. But I can, I can lay my head down at night. I, I get cards from people. I get you know um, referrals where it's like, oh my God, Melissa, thank you so much. I love this experience and keep going. And I mean, you can't buy that. You can't buy that kind of love. You know, I know I'm doing something that resonates with people. It's just in this kind of world where everything is so fast and quick, you know, I'm a home cooked meal versus uh, fast food. I-, I consider myself somewhat uh, successful and people know me like and it's great. They don't just know me in the city. They know me in different parts, hopefully more. Hopefully I'll do a global tour. But um, yeah, now I just need to get some money so I can stay alive, <laughs> stay, stay open and do more things. Cause I mean, I really want, for instance, Mickey, if you couldn't come, I want you to be able, I like to say I'm the Martha Stewart that meets Supreme because if I can't come to you, I wanna be able to, you can't come to me, I wanna be able to come to you. So housewares, coffee stories, products, um, collaborations, partnerships, you know, I've been really trying to kind of get people's attention. It's very hard though, cause I'm not an influencer. I reach people in a completely different way, but yes, I would consider myself fairly successful.
1: It's good that not everybody's an influencer, right? Otherwise, really everybody will be busy making content <laughs> instead of drinking a coffee. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> can't picture what will happen in seven years.
0: I have no idea, Mickey. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that um, everybody's busy is is really turned into. It's not about even a franchise, because at the end of the day, I realize I'm the brand. The brand is me. I can go on the road because it's all me. You know, I'm the energy. So I'm really hoping that I can sort of be um, a consultant, like a creative consultant, but for the long game, Um, for some of these brands, coffee brands, it could be furniture brands, it could be, it's, you know, stuff, things that I buy. Like, I like to say I'm a customer always, and that's how I approach everything. I'm a customer. I'm not an owner. I'm a customer. I'm just on the other side. (laughs) I have the key, but I'm really hoping to have made some money. I'm hoping to maybe have a bigger studio. Um, I'm hoping to continually make more and more impact um, on people's days and and lives and things. Um, And I'm hoping, like I said, to be kind of known, not the United States, but just globally, you know, where I can just say, hey, Mickey, I'm coming out there. We'll do a takeover, hang out. We're going to have some good cup of coffee, but it's just that energy, you know?
1: That sounds cool. Um, right. Money is always a problem and it's <laughs> <laughs> never enough of it. So let's assume no. you have more investment coming in. And, and you what, what, what would be the first thing you want to do?
0: Um, pay the rent for a month, for a year. <laughs> <laughs> pay the rent and utilities for a year so I don't have to worry about that. Um, I have a lot of ideas, but pay the rent, utilities, definitely take care of some things at home, Um, travel. Like I said, I am the brand. I don't need to roll roll with anything. Go to different shops and different places. I'd love to do more panels. Just kind of tell my story and, and just keep learning and experiencing. I would have more opportunities to go to Indonesia or wherever and just be like, I'm just... Chilling with a cup of coffee, their version of coffee.
1: From these seven years, we are running your studio special one. What is the biggest lesson you learned?
0: Another twofold.
1: Don't open a coffee shop just because you love coffee.
0: No, you know what? I learned how to really, really keep the faith within myself. And I learned how to really listen to my gut. And I've learned how to be my biggest cheerleader. And, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what's keeping me going. That, that's just stuff on the wall. But it's the faith. It's it's the belief. It's the, even when I'm telling somebody, hey, this is what I'm trying to do, and they're like, oh, it's not going to work. Okay, all right. I can't listen to you because I have to see for myself I'm stubborn. Um, I just really, really have... Um, Really been able to, like I said, just sort of manage me and 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 my ideas and just trying things and taking risks. And if I it doesn't work out, that's okay too. It's a part of it. It's it's, it's a roller coaster ride. But being able to just hold on, I mean, that's life.
1: Yeah, it, it feels this studio is not just a place where you make and sell coffee or meet your customers. It feels like that is your life. <sighs> and and, and uh, i i'm pretty sure this student means a lot to you um of course i asked the question if you have more money coming in what would you do first um but let me ask ask you another way you you have to leave the shop behind what would you do next in a new life
0: well you know what okay the space right now it works because like i said i don't have my own space uh i come home and i'm Honestly, if I had to sh- shut it down or if I say if I just closed it up, it's fine because, like I said, everything that's in there, I am I am it. So I can go anywhere. I don't need any of that stuff. And like I said, it's way it's always been bigger than the coffee. So honestly, it never shuts down unless I just, you know, I'm gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Well, the, the reason why I ask because I I know that means a lot to you, right? To have this studio, to have it there, um, mm-hmm. but you know, life happens. We don't know what happens. So sometimes maybe you think very extreme situation that could inspire you to think some new ways to to run your business there.
0: Oh, and and that's the thing. That's so like I have a bunch of things in the in the like the idea of tank. I mean like I said it's more about I'm a I'm a conceptor I'm a, a a creative so I would like to it would be lovely to get paid for who I am and my perspective and how I see stuff and um I guess what you would call an influencer but it's it's really not it's just I, I like to say I speak for the little guy you know and the little guy meaning people who are outliers who just are like I'm just gonna do it with a little bit of money and figure it out. So, I mean, I'm I, I am an advocate for that, um, but I definitely think that, I mean, it would be something creative. You know, I don't know if it's film, I don't know if it's photography, I don't know if it's um, art. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm literally every year I I grow, the business grows, and I grow with the business. So. I mean, hopefully to be <laughs> not down in my lucking, but I don't really. I I want to work with other people. I mean, I'm working with other people, you know.
1: Let's think some ideas that okay, can uh, can help you. I know that you're not really a uh, influencer. Now that's not really a <laughs> bad word, a uh, good word anymore. Um, but you're on social media. You're on Instagram. It's called everybody's busy. You have a really good idea and a good concept there. Do you think Instagram or social media, like TikTok or something else, can help your business if you some influencers go to your shop and they report well, it and share it with their friends?
0: Yeah, I, I, maybe. Like I said, I've I've had some popular people in there, and I don't know what happens. It just like crickets. I don't know, um, and. I realize, like I said, my audience is my audience. I'm not trying to make everybody come in there, but I mean, I definitely would probably say if I had some money, I definitely would upgrade my um, website, make it a little bit more um, interactive. Um, probably, you know, do more collaborations with photographers because, I, like I said, I take all the pictures. So I would make it as rich. It's possible right now it's as rich as what I can afford, which is me. <laughs> you know, I don't know how much that would work, but I definitely think it's it's very much of a hub for like when DJs come in town, when artists come in town, when sports players come in town and they want to um, drink coffee or just have a, a break from Chicago and not deal with anybody, that's really a great place for them. And, and that's kind of where I think I'm going. It's also a place to have conversations and it's also a place to show little film. I'm a documentary buff. So it's, it's, it's a place for a lot of different things, but yes, I guess an influencer actually doing something that would influence not just standing there, you know, and taking a picture. It's like, they're actually present. You know, most people take pictures in the beginning and they don't post them until they leave. I don't know how you translate being present
1: right like just don't get like too any... busy with your phone
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly exactly
1: i, I guess exactly. you don't provide uh, wi-fi right
0: i mean i do but it's like you don't need it because we're you 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 do that all day long put it down you really don't need it i mean and i don't have to tell you you don't need it it happens when they come when people come in it's like we're talking we're laughing we're learning different stuff
1: oh, uh, and you. since you take photos you you you're good at music, you make great coffee too. So, so why don't you be the guy who who can make <laughs> this happen right? I, I, it, it reminds me of someone else um, a um a American Korean girl, uh, Nadia, she uh, makes videos. Um, okay. she create content about coffee, but it's not about coffee. she talks she talks about um, mental health, mm-hmm. a lot of topics. So mm-hmm. Coffee it's a channel that we're or it's a platform where she performs and somehow she just got a lot of followers and everybody knows her now. Uh we, we had a podcast with her when she had seven thousand followers and now she has one hundred and forty one K just in two months. <laughs> Congratulations, right? so see like <laughs> <laughs> um sometimes we think we love coffee too much then we don't want to have too many other things involved in you know in our cup of coffee and yeah. it's kind of i feel we are a little bit um we're limiting our opportunities to reach out to a wider audience i don't know since yes. everybody loves music right <laughs> I, I hope <laughs> uh, why, why don't you t- <laughs> make coffee <laughs> and when you don't have uh, your, your customers there and then uh, talk about music.
0: I, I do. And here's the thing, like Mickey, I've tried and I'm trying, I'm still open to whatever, like I'm, I'm working on podcasts. Like I said, it's just me. Um, so I'm trying to like formulate and do like these quick little snacks and tell like interesting stories that I have in the, in my vault, in my head. Um, I am, you know, I do a playlist. I used to do a playlist with the menus. So the menus I would put together for every month, they were kind of like, they inspired by the source magazine and I would pay homage to artists that inspired me and also hoping that it would push people to be like, Oh my God, I've never heard of this person. Who is this? You know? So the menu would come out each month and then I would make a playlist that would go with the menu. You know, I mean, I've, I've done various things. It's all on Spotify. (sighs) I mean, I'm now like, I'm leaning more into like, I, I hate to use the word sneakerhead, but I love sneakers because heels just aren't practical. You know, I've been wearing sneakers for years, even like trying to sort of be current but not be inauthentic. I mean, because I come to work and I, my sneakers are clean. I'm gonna make coffee, but I'm also gonna be I'm also gonna be fresh. My hair's gonna be done. My nails are gonna be done. <laughs> I mean, whether somebody shows up or not, and that's just me taking care of me. And when people do come in there and they're like, oh, man, OK, cool. You know, that's kind of like I said, organically, you just kind of be like, oh, wow, she's ready. And it's like, I'm ready and we're ready and we're drinking coffee. So we're really ready. But yes, I keep trying. I mean, I'm I'm open to to pro bono help until um, like I get that money.
1: You know, I really want to visit there. Um, yeah. I think your place is very unique and special that like nothing that I've been to. Um, I just don't know how to make a thing that, how to share your place with others, right? Because yeah. there is a physical location. What if people don't have to really fly to Chicago to to have a chat with you about life through coffee, music, or sneakers? But maybe we could do it online, can we?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely, as you know, I don't have a team. I'm I'm open to things. I'm tired of doing everything by myself. So I'm definitely open to that. You know, like I said, too, making products like I have my little kid and play cup and saucer set. And that's like an homage to the Jordan three Siemens, the black and the white one, but also kid and play. It's hip hop. Those are things that I want to I've made and I want to get in people's homes and it comes with a playlist. So even though we haven't had conversation, it's a piece of me that you have purchased. You know, it's a story involved. Yeah. I mean, I I know everybody can't come. That's why I want to come to everybody.
1: I want to say, audience, if anybody has some great ideas, um, (laughs) you know, please share. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure Melissa wants to know. Um, I'm still thinking about the whole thing about this. Everybody's busy and what a place it could be like.
0: Honestly, I can't describe it. I mean, you can ask anybody and it's like anybody who's been there. It's like you have to go. And I know that that's hard in this kind of day and age. Um, But it's just really, like I said, it's energy. You know, it's when you know when you go somewhere and you just feel good, and you feel safe, and you feel taken care of, and you just, you know, it's not transactional. I'm I'm really trying to. I wish my the brands that I support, you know, the Larmazocos and the and the Kintos and the Haros. Like I would love to do like drops with them, small projects, because there are a lot of people like me. We just don't have a voice because we're not in the streets like that. And I think that's okay if you're not in, everybody can't be in the streets. Some people have to be at home.
1: Right. Unfortunately, we live in the world where winners take all, (laughs) take everything. Right. And I'm thinking um, in order to meet you, to have a coffee there, it costs $20, (laughs) right? Yeah. So what is included?
0: (laughs) Well, to be quite honest with you, Mickey, actually that's very, very low. I, I always get people saying you need to pay more like I said it's energy you're getting a cup of coffee you don't have to think about anything I, it's bodega style I'm going to put the cream and sugar I only use oat milk um, I use onyx cuz I have a coffee with them um, it's a it's a um, what do you call it a two ply coffee double wall coffee so it ain't hot like t- you know to hold so you don't need extra sleeve I mean what you get is you get it's a visit what would happen is before I had the studio and people would come and get coffee from me they would stay like a long time And I realized, oh, you're not really coming for the coffee. You're coming to talk to me. And I didn't realize I was a personality until people made me realize that. And so I went kind of like, it was normally just like $6, $10, whatever. And then when I started doing coffee, um, like this collab with uh, Jimmy, with big face, and his coffee was expensive. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to make it a flat 20. And you come up here. You know, it's my time. You have the cups. I mean, you do get so much more. I cannot explain it. Probably. that's like the price of going to the movies. A lot of things happen. And you know, like I said, people leave there feeling some kind of way. They don't feel taken advantage of. They feel like they've added. They feel a part of something. And, I'm, you know, I, I don't know how to do that. That just happens.
1: I know I have a friend who is going to Chicago soon. Okay. So I will give him a <laughs> task.
0: Yes. I will him give him task. a job. Okay. Give him a job.
1: I'm going to share a website. Go there. Um, be busy.
0: Yes. Be busy. <laughs> but you're not. You're actually like, you're just, you're chilling. I mean, honestly, my, my, my website is cool, but my Instagram is kind of where I'm, mostly inter- inter- interactive and i talk and i sh- i don't just talk about coffee i show like ideas and design and inspiration and quotes and like i said it's just every day it's what's in a day
1: all right instagram used to be a place where it can share a passion or interest but now it seems that's a place where people are becoming influencers everybody's influencer now right everybody's busy. everybody's, everybody's influencer that's kind of insane. They are.
0: Everybody's a photographer. Everybody's a DJ. I know. Everybody does everything.
1: Oh, uh, Sometimes I think it's a bit too much. We're on Instagram, but it seems, well, if you do coffee, you have to be there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you tried TikTok?
0: You know what? I, di- I have. And I just, I stopped and then I just got back on a few weeks ago and I uploaded some videos and it did not take, so I've got to like re-look at that. I have some stuff up which is basically my last copy that I uh, released through Onyx called Bungalow. So I was trying to tell that story, but I like guess I said
1: That's true. Nothing is easy, right? <laughs> Even people think becoming an influencer is easy, but I know that most of the guys spend thousand hours creating content and don't get traffic at all. So right, um, <laughs> I think we'll have to get Jimmy back. And yeah, his I
0: would team. love to. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would love to. Um, and hopefully he will when he plays Chicago. Um, because I know he loves Chicago. Um, but yeah, I mean, and not just Jimmy, I'm like Jimmy, just it tells some other people. It like I said, it's 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 definitely a space for I don't know, for for peace. It's a space for peace. And it's a it's a it's a it's a break from the city. Because you're not on your phone, you're literally just sitting down and actually socializing with a stranger.
1: Yesterday, I was I was um, at the, a new coffee shop um, in the in, in the city I'm living in, um, and uh, and or I had a chat with this uh, the owner, and she started her coffee sh- coffee shop five years ago, and she's opening her fourth now.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. And
1: I have no idea how she could uh, make this happen even during the three years pandemic in China. So, that's insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think everybody is just really busy there because everybody's checking their phone. They have a lot of customers. Every single customer is checking their phone. They don't yeah. even drink the coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think that you, your your student has a completely different vibe there.
0: Yeah. They're drinking the coffee. And even people who are like, oh, I don't like coffee. I don't drink coffee. And I'm like, well, let me just let me just try it. And they are like, oh. I'm like, yeah, coffee does not have to taste like, I don't know what you've been drinking, but there's various coffees. If you really want to do that, you don't have to just drink tea. And so it's also kind of an experimental lab for people where it's like, I might have not just my own coffee, but I might have several other coffees because I do buy other coffees. I treat coffee like music. And I might say, okay, well, try pour over, even though you had a latte, but you're like, oh, man, I wonder what a matcha tastes like. Okay, I'll make it for you. It's really just I'm I'm just paying it forward.
1: Well, talking about coffee, I know that you probably don't roast coffee yourself, right?
0: No, uh, uh, uh. I respect the roaster, though. (laughs) 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 No, no, no. no. Uh,
1: I want to know what's on your menu.
0: I stopped doing menus almost a year ago because I just got tired of it. And I realized people, it wasn't really for the people. It was for me to show up and be entertained. Right now, if you come in there, I will make you an Americano. I will make you a latte. Um, And I use ghost town oats, um, sometimes Oatly, whatever. It's either that. I haven't used minor figures yet, but I might take that chance. Um, I might make you a pull over. Usually it might be my coffee. Like I said, I have two coffees with Onyx, one called who shot you, which is a tribute to Biggie. And the second one is um, called bungalow, which is a tribute to Chicago style bungalows. And also um, the house I grew up in and a tribute to my grandmother's. Um, so you might have that, you might have some big face, you might have some uh, Manhattan roasters. Like it, it, de- it depends on how I'm feeling, you know, um, but it, it's, or you might. I might, you know, if I really kind of like you, I'll, I'll make you a matcha.
1: Have you met any customer that don't want any of those coffee? You just talk about. Oh. I don't know what I want, but I want something different. Yeah. Different I, from what you just said.
0: Yeah, and and I, and I make them what I want. It becomes dealer's choice. That's the thing. You, it's a trust thing. It's like when I go sit at a bar. I, if they have all these types of gins and bourbons, but they're the professional, I usually ask, well, what do you like to drink? Or well, make me like something you would drink. You know, it's a trust thing because I just want to see. So usually it is. It's a dealer's choice where, you know what? I know what you need and I'll make you a latte or I got you. I'm gonna make you a, a Americano. Actually, I'm gonna pour it over some ice. You know, it's, it, I don't make it complicated. It's a drink, like we don't, you, that's, these other places are for that razzmatazz, which is fine. I'm just, I don't have time for that. I'm actually busy. Let's make some coffee and sit down, you know. Once you're in there, I, I I got you. I'm not, it's not like I'm trying to push it you down your throat, but it's like, I just want you to try it.
1: What is the weirdest customer you've ever had, <sighs> if you remember?
0: You know, I'll say this. Maybe half. I, I will say this. Honestly, through all the years, let's just say I'm the captain and I, and when you get on my ship, we don't have no problems. And that's kind of what happens in there. Like people come in and they know the boundaries and the respect and like you feel it. And I've never met even people who are like timid or whatever, they end up being comfortable. So I've never really had like a jerk. I don't even, I don't even allow that in there. Like you're not, you're not coming in here to be a jerk. Or to have a bad
1: Uh idea. thats gonna happen here. (laughs) It's
0: it's just you're not coming in here for twenty dollars to come upstairs, come in the elevator. No, you're not doing that. So I I do as much as I have a love-hate relationship with people. I'm very good with people because I'm used to being and taking care of people. When I worked on set, you're dressing actors and stars and da 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 da. So you you know you kind of pick certain things up, and it's also good to learn how to deal with different types of people. I mean, that's art. It's an art. But it's important.
1: I want to say audience, uh, make sure we're in Chicago, visit Melissa, have a chat <laughs> and be a <laughs> challenge her wife there. Be a bad customer. <laughs> Don't do that. I think to create more interesting stories. That we will have content and, on social media. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not recording badness. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this I'm Not a Barista episode subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at I am not a barista for more empowering vibes and true coffee stories that connect you with coffee lovers around the world. You're a part of our global community where we celebrate baristas and their craft in everything that we
1: do.